Chapter 1. Guiding Waves Humans are not good at grasping the very large or the very small. We are intermediate creatures, and as such evolved to understand that which was conducive for our reproductive survival. In a world where everything is predicated upon living long enough to pass on one's genetic code, it is not surprising that we have evolved all sorts of mechanisms in order to survive nature's often horrific game of eat or be eaten. It appears that once we developed self-reflective consciousness or became acutely aware of a time beyond the extended present, we realized the terrifying reality of what it is like to be alive in carnivore land. This balancing act between being in this world or eliminating one's participation within it is nature's ledger and from evolution's accounting, those who can find any reason, no matter how absurd or fanciful, to continue living are the winners and thus get to continue their lineal descent. As Charles Darwin realized early, this is a most pregnant observation indeed about human thinking and behavior since it provides a telltale clue about why, in general, we tend to hold that any meaning is better than no meaning, provided such meaning allows us to live an extra day. Similar to Noam Chomsky's Universal Grammar, which suggests that we are predisposed to language even before learning to speak, so too it would seem that we are predisposed to finding meaning and purpose even in the midst of a universe that may ultimately be devoid of both. We are a forever connective species, associating the most disparate of elements and creating mosaics of meaning whenever possible, warding off as much as is conceivable of freefall into purposeless vertigo. Our navigating awareness precipitously rests upon a most delicate gyroscope of making sense of all that we experience, even as we intuit at certain inopportune moments the random chaos of it all. In this presentation, we will first focus on the theory of meaning equivalence, which, in part, explains why so many religions flourish, even if some of their mythological ideas seem utterly fantastical. Second, we explore probability theory via Littlewood's work on large numbers and desultory decussation, and why humans in general suffer from varying degrees of apophenia, seeing patterns and agents in hitherto chaotic events. Third, we will examine why consciousness evolved primarily as a virtual simulator and how, in turn, we are inclined to conflate our neurology with ontology. And fourth, we will turn our attention to the contentious issue of whether human consciousness is substrate neutral and best understood as wave patterns of information. To better contextualize our existential situation, I have employed the ocean as a metaphor, since, with all its unpredictability, it serves as a practical template to better appreciate why self-reflective awareness, like a life raft at sea, works as a navigating buffer, and not necessarily as an open-sourced transparency to reality at large. Chapter 2. Probability Waves There are well over 300 million cubic miles of water on our planet, as Wallace J. Nichols points out in his new book, Blue Mind. Given such a huge volume of H2O, there is a colossal number of possibilities within this saline arena, most of which remains unexplored. To appreciate this incredible vastness, keep in mind that in only one cubic mile, there is well over 1 trillion gallons of water. 300 million multiplied by 1 trillion is a number that staggers our imagination. 
Yet this statistic is almost nothing when compared to how immensely big our observable universe is, which is roughly estimated to be at least 90 billion light years in diameter and continually expanding at an accelerating rate. Of course, if this universe is part of an unseen multiverse containing innumerable astronomical systems, our very notion of numbered measurements may be likened to a young girl trying to count all the grains of sand around the world one by one. As quantum theory has revealed, even to the consternation of Einstein and others who didn't want to believe in a god who played dice, we live in a probabilistic universe. In sum, we are probability avatars. It is as if, metaphorically speaking, we are the result of some cosmic poker game where all the players are blind and where the winning hand is both selected and randomly determined. 